0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, Holidays were around, I took a little bit of a break. Uh, As you know, I was uh, doing the first three episodes, or the first three parts, of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, That will be returning very shortly, that series, but uh, like I said, it is a new year, and... Why not introduce some new content onto the show? Now, what I mean by that is, is I'm not really going to be discussing something new. I'm going to be discussing a new type of topic. Now, some of you may know, uh, if you follow me, you know I do a couple of other podcasts, Um I used to do a podcast called Defender of the Realm, which was focused on RPGs, especially console-based RPGs, and it kind of branched out from there and really just kind of did a lot of video game talk on there. I kind of figured, why am I running myself ragged with all podcasts all over the place? Uh, I got a great one right here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know, and I'm going to condense it down. So starting this year, um, along with a lot of the other stuff that I talk about, uh, I'm going to be starting to talk about more and more video games. Um, Maybe about a month or so ago, uh, I talked about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I am still playing and is still amazing, but I figured with the new year, Let me talk about a game that you guys should be playing. And as some of you out there have played this, guess what? It's time to revisit it. If, like me, you're a big fan of RPG games, um, I grew up playing Dungeons & Dragons, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, a couple other, you know, pencil and paper and tabletop type games. So once, you know... RPGs started making it uh, first onto the PCs with like dungeon crawler type games. Um, And then even, you know, the very early Final Fantasy games, you know, RPGs, I feel RPGs have made a pretty good transition to the consoles. I'm going to be talking about today. One of my favorite console based RPG games of all time, Elder Scrolls V: Skyrim. Now you're probably saying, look, this game came out in 2011. Yeah, but guess what? It's still great today. Now, here's the thing. If you guys have some of the newer generation systems, you know, a PS4 and Xbox One. Back in 2016, Bethesda re-released uh, Skyrim, calling it Skyrim Special Edition. What was great about that, and I have it for my Xbox, what was great about that is is the fact that, uh, well, first of all, Some of the glitches uh, in the gameplay, um, you know, and some of the bugs and things were 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 worked out. Uh, The graphics were definitely overhauled. I mean, the graphics were were, are are really really stunning, I should say. Um, But to sort of, you know, get them ready for you know the next gen consoles, uh, you know, the PS4, the Xbox One, they really enhanced them. The other thing that the special edition brings is. A lot of console-based games are also played on the PC. Uh, you know, Skyrim is no exception. A lot of people actually prefer playing it on the PC uh, for a few reasons. First of all, they feel that uh, the controls are a lot easier to do, the menus are a lot easier to navigate. But one of the um, really big kind of features for doing it, um, for for playing it on a PC is you really get a chance to modify the game. Developers, uh, you know, just your average guys out there, uh, average guys and gals out there, uh, can write their own mods for it. Some of them are very, very funny. Um, if you listen to Defender of the Realm, when I talked about Skyrim, I talked about one of my favorite funny mods of all time. Is uh, if you play Skyrim, uh, one of the big parts of the main story is the return of dragons to Skyrim, to the um, to the world of Tamriel, and uh, <laughs> there's actually a mod out there that somebody developed that changes the dragons into randy macho man savage um (laughs) if you've never never if you've never seen this i would just say go to youtube look up macho dragon skyrim and you'll see what i'm talking about it's basically randy macho man savage uh (laughs) elongated stretched out and when the dragon roars and does its dragon shouts uh it's the macho man oh yeah uh it is hilarious But there's a lot of other great mods out there, uh, cosmetic mods and things. And as I talk about the game, um, you know, for people that are not familiar with it, uh, I'll kind of talk about the original game and how some mods out there have really made this game even better. You know, so that's one of the things I really want to say is, look, it's a new year. If you are a fan of the Elder Scrolls series, Elder Scrolls Six. It's going to be a while guys before we see it. Um you know, Bethesda's working on a lot of things right now and you know, unfortunately, Elder Scrolls 6 has kind of taken a back seat for now. Um 2021, maybe even 2022 is when we'll see this game. So it's going to be a while before you see some really good, well, hopefully really good, but it's going to be a while before you see some, you know, the next entry in the elder Scrolls series. Now there is another game out there that is, uh, newer than Skyrim and that's elder scrolls online. I do not like it at all. No, thank you. Um, on YouTube, you know, there's, you know, and, When I talk about mods, I talk about gameplay and things like that. One of the things I'll definitely suggest is if you've played Skyrim in the past, enjoyed it, but are like, well, been there, done that, listen. Listen. I'm going to talk about why you should pick this game back up, why you should pop it back in. If you don't have the special edition, go out and get the special edition for your console because with the mods, with the gameplay overhaul, with the graphics overhaul, it is really, really, really worth it. So the Elder Scroll, sorry, the Elder Scrolls series has really been around pretty much for most of the 2000s. Um, The first few games that came out were PC based. Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion was the first one that made it to the consoles, uh, the PS3 and the uh, Xbox 360. It's a very good game, Oblivion. Uh, It actually has a very expansive and extensive storyline. I'll tell you why I prefer Skyrim over Oblivion. A few reasons. I find the controls on Oblivion a little harder to handle. Um the speech game, the speech mini game in it. I just, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Um, the graphics were very cartoonish for me. Um, I just, I, I I couldn't get into it. And, um, really, I would say those are really only the really only complaints I had about it. Elder Scrolls five came out Skyrim and I was like, This is the greatest RPG ever has a very, very good story to it. Um, the game mechanics were much improved from oblivion. In my opinion, the graphics were really greatly improved. And with the special edition coming out, like I said, in 2016, the replay value on this game, it went through the roof. I mean, before the special edition and all the mods came out, I think there was a a pretty good replay ability on it. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Elder Scrolls uh, just in general before we really dive deep into Skyrim. Um, if you're not familiar with it, like I said, it it, it is an RPG game. Uh, you know, you pick you pick your character. Uh, there are a number of races. Um, now, in Skyrim, unlike some other games. You pick your race, but then you don't pick like a specialty or a class or anything like that. You know, you don't say, oh, I'm going to be a Nordic fighter or I'm going to be a high elf mage. No, you really get to craft your character any way you want. And I think this is reason one why there's a lot of replay ability with Skyrim. Again, even without the mods, you go through the game. Play it any way you want, you know, first time around. Um, it's, It's just a great experience. When you get done with it, choose a different race. Create your character a little bit differently. You know, maybe you made your guy a sword and shield type guy and you had a great experience with it. Next time around, play him as a mage. Play him as a paladin. You know, again, there's no classes there. You really have to learn, you know, how to build your characters. I mean, if you build them, you know, you could really develop them. You could, I'm sorry, you could really develop them any way you want. Again, you're not going to get any clues or cues on screen. You just really have to pay attention to, you know, where you put your skill points, what skill trees, you know, you work up and perks and things that you get. But, you know, when you play through it a couple of times, you know, you really get a good idea. If you're really not quite sure about it, there is a lot of stuff online that you can go to. Um, you know, let's say you want to be an assassin, go to YouTube, Skyrim assassin Built. You will find plenty of tutorials for it. Another thing that's really really good about it is, you know, not only can you craft different types of characters. Um, With the special edition, there's a great mod out there called uh, Alternate Start. Um, And really what it is, is the traditional or what they call the vanilla start to the game of Skyrim is great. First time you get the game, even if you get the special edition... Don't do the alternate start. Do that traditional, that classic, that vanilla. You know, and in this case, you know, vanilla doesn't mean boring. Um, do that vanilla start. It's a really great introduction to the game. To the game, and it's pretty cool. But again, if you play it over and over again, it does get a little tired. What alternate start does is um, you begin in a prison cell um, in the world of Sky, in the world of Elder Scrolls. There are several Daedric Lords. Uh, one of them is uh, Mara, who, when you activate her shrine, uh, Mara will com- communicate with you and basically give you, you know, a second chance at life. They call it. She'll all she'll offer you. I don't know how many choices it is. But there's many different choices that you could choose from to start the game. Um, for every race, except for, I believe, Wood Elves. There's also, like, a race-specific start that you could begin with. Uh, for example, in the world of Tamriel, uh, during the age that Sky, the game Skyrim takes place, um, there's a faction within the High Elves known as the Thalmor. You could start off as a Thalmor agent. You know, you can, uh, you know, you can start off, um, Uh, the Khajiit who are the cat people, uh, they kind of are nomadic. They have caravans. You could start off as a Khajiit caravan guard if you want. And again, there's a lot of other choices. So, you know, kind of like, you know, if you, if you come from the, the paper and pencil type, uh, you know, RPGs, Dungeons and Dragons, big example. If you come from that and you're kind of used to creating a backstory for your character, you could do that. Uh, you can use this alternate start and from there you can kind of, you know, Create a nice little story for your character and focus on gameplay I've done this many many times right now i'm doing it where'm playing a, um, where I 'm playing a high elf who grew up elsewhere in uh, the, the world of Tamriel. Um, her father was an agent of the Thalmor, was dispatched to Skyrim to basically help put down the rebellion that's going on there and died under mysterious circumstances. So the backstory that I gave my character is, you know, haven't heard from the father in several months. Um, learned that he was killed, but again, you know, the story just kind of didn't seem to click. So I'm gonna go investigate for myself. Now I could have used the vanilla opening which would fit my character's story just fine. But I decided to really, really change it up, and I used the alternate start, and the start that I chose was I was attacked and left for dead because, you know, the reasoning I used that is I thought it's a really cool way to start the game. And second of all, considering the fact that my character's father died under mysterious circumstances and I'm coming to investigate, somebody's looking to take me out before I really figure out what goes on there. Um... And then from there, uh, basically I was going to, you know, a, a, and again, it's really more backstory and storytelling that I kind of have to do because these events won't happen in the game. But basically I would discover the faction that did kill my father and pretty much go after them and all their allies. And there's things in the game that will fit along with that just as well. So like I said, if you, have the original version or even if you have um the special edition you don't use any mods you know first time playing basically what it is is at this time in tamriel in the region known as skyrim which is the region of the nords which are basically like a scandinavian viking type people so uh the region of skyrim is pretty much like that Uh, a lot of snowy peaks um the lowlands are really kind of more like, uh, I don't want to say like tundras, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a bit Arctic and, uh, a bit, you know, kind of rough, uh, Pacific Northwest maybe type of a setting. Anyway, in that region right now, um, they're rebelling against the empire. And like I said, uh, really more specifically, the Thalmor, which are a faction of high elves, which are basically looking to outlaw, um, the worship of a god named Talos, because Talos was actually, uh, in, in Nordic law, uh, um, law, sorry, in Nordic lore was a man that ascended to become uh, one of the gods, or as they call it, Daedric Lords. Um, The Thalmor believe that that's not possible, or, you know, really shouldn't be worshipped, and they're kind of coming there to try to shut it down. Skyrim is really looking to sort of secede from the Empire. They feel the Empire really has nothing to do with them. They want to rule themselves like they did many eras before, and that's really, you know what you're kind of landing in the middle of when you start this game. And in the fact that it has been several millennia when dragon have been seen and all of a sudden the dragons are returning, um, your character, it turns out, is something, what is known as a dragon dragonborn. Uh, when you defeat a dragon, you actually absorb its soul. Uh, you're able to use that soul to um, use special powers, which are called dragon shouts. Uh, you're actually able to speak the language of the dragons, and they grant you some pretty unique powers. So now, if you play through it again, and you use some of these mods, and you use alternate start... You can turn that off. <laughs> if you don't want to see dragons involved, you don't have to see dragons involved. If you don't want to go through that uh what they call, you know, dragonborn storyline, you don't have to. You could really play this game any way you want. And like I said, um mods really add on to that. Because like I said, there's a lot of abilities that you could use. Uh one-handed you know, sword and shield type fighting. Two-handed heavy weapons like great swords, battle axes, um, you know, giant war hammers. Um if your character likes to use heavier type armor, well there's skills and perks that go along with that. If you want to sneak around, if you want to pick locks, if you want to pick pocket, well there's skills and things like that. If you want to be a smooth talker, there is, you know, there is a speech skill. Uh there's different schools of magic. There actually is a school of magic there, the College of Winterhold. Um, you know, and like I said, the first few times you play through, it's fun. The mods really, really add to it. So I'm really now going to talk to the people that have played Skyrim in the past and are saying, Hey, you know, I played it back in 2011. I played it back in 2016. Why should I pick it up and play it again? Well, like I said, it's going to be a while before we see anything from, you know, anything about Elder Scrolls six. Uh, so why not? It's a great game. The mods really, really help it out. Um, if you're a seasoned player and you'd like to play, you know, maybe warrior mages, pure mages, uh, whatnot, there's a lot of great mods out there. And again, you know, I'm not going to sit here and list my favorites or, or things like that. Go on YouTube, look it up. Uh, a lot of people out there put a lot of content out there that could really steer you towards some really great mods. But there's a lot of great mods that have really overhauled the magic system that have taken it from a very, very Well, if you play it a few times, uh, a very basic magic system, and they really breathe new life into it. They give you tons of new spells, which are really, really distinct. Um, Again, if you're a seasoned player and saying, well, you know, you got to give me more than that. I'm not really into magic. All the races have different racial perks. There's some great mods out there that take that and really, really run with it. Uh, like I said, I have, uh, one of these mods right now where it really breathes new life into this racial perk system. Um, again, I'm playing as a high elf. Now, if you've played the game in the past or if you've played other RPGs, you know that, you know, high elves are really very good with magic. Uh, they're very magic based type characters. One of the downsides of the original Skyrim. You know before all the mods and everything was, and you didn't see this in earlier games uh earlier games like oblivion and and uh, Daggerfall and things like that did a better job with this. But when Skyrim came around, it didn't matter what race you were if you were a high elf, if you were a dark elf, if you were a nord, if you were an imperial, you know, yeah, some of these racial perks in the beginning gave you a little bit of advantage, but once you started leveling up. It really didn't matter anymore. Uh, you could take a Nord who traditionally really wouldn't be a mage and make him a very, very powerful mage. Now with these mods kind of adding to these racial perks and then taking it further... Uh, yeah, you know, I can't take a high elf and really, or it's going to be, I should say, it's going to be a lot harder for me to take a high elf who's really more used, used to and well versed in using magic to kind of make like a high elf. A barbarian it's really going to be hard to do that because the racial perks that i you know these new racial perks that some of these mods do really kind of say like, "Yeah, you really should use this person to do magic um, you know the playthrough I'm doing now, the mod I have that really enhances these racial perks uh what's great about it is is. I get a boost to my initial Magicka, even more so than the standard vanilla game did. Uh, one of the other things that's really, really great about it is, is as I use my Magicka, once my Magicka pool dips below 50%, it regenerates a lot faster. However, my armor rating will decrease during that time. Um, if I wear armor, it's not as effective as it is for other races. However, if I place enchantments upon my armor and my weapons, Um, they're more powerful than any other races. So again, you know, while, yes, technically I still could take a high elf and turn them into a barbarian, it's going to be a lot of work. But if I want to turn them into like a warrior mage or a pure mage, well, these racial perks are really, really going to help me out. Um, there's a lot of cosmetic overhauls. Like I said, when they came out with the special edition, they really beefed up the graphics. But there were still some glitches and there were still some things that were kind of lacking. Again, there's mods out there that, you know, really beefed it up. Uh, I talked about the College of Winterhold um, when you visit it, you know, in the in the 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 360 version or even in, you know, the vanilla playthrough of the standard uh, of the special edition on the Xbox one. When you get there, it doesn't really give you the feel that it's a magical college, Um you know, if you decide to join the College of Winterhold, you kind of get a tour around the place and then they take you to your dorm and it kind of looks like you're sleeping in a barn. Um, again, I found a mod that kind of does a cosmetic overhaul to the College of Winterhold and my room, uh, which in the, in the vanilla playthrough, again, had bales of hay. There was no door. It was really kind of plain looking. Uh, I now have a door, which is really awesome. Uh, There's no hay and debris and stuff all over the floor. Uh, There's actual desks. There's actual spell books. uh, Soul gems and things like that are all over the place. I mean, you go kind of into what we would call the Great Hall. uh, You kind of see... You know, luminescent balls of light just floating around. You see books flying around as if they were birds. I mean, you really get the impression now that, yes, this is a college of magic. This is not just some old dumpy castle that some mages took over. and like, yeah, we'll learn magic here. So like I said, it's a new year. If you're a fan of RPGs and you've never played Skyrim, pick it up. Get the special edition look online for fun mods to use after you do that initial playthrough and then you want to go through it again and have a totally different experience, look for some great mods. If you're a seasoned veteran of Skyrim and you know it's going to be another year or two before uh, Elder Scrolls Six comes out and like me, you hate El- Elder Scrolls Online, pull it back out. Do some research, find some great mods, and like I said, you will have a fresh, new, great game to play guys thanks for listening do me a favor head on over to instagram stuff you don't need to know podcast is there i post pictures about the stuff that i talk about like i said it's 2020 it's a new year and some new things are going to be coming to stuff you don't need to know uh when crisis on infinite earth kicks back up uh, with the remaining two episodes i of course will resume my discussions on that uh and you know as well as finish up the second half of batwoman you know talk to talk my way through the first half of it Second and a half is going to be coming up right after crisis, and we'll definitely be talking about that uh hoping to get some friends of mine to kind of do some guest appearances um last year, I did a listener request month, and uh a couple of requests that came in were music based. I will be talking more and more about music and the type of music that I like and you know as well as a lot of the other stuff you're used to hearing on here. I also wanted to just uh say very quickly. <laughs> I am in another podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you guys, uh, people that really, really follow me know that I do a couple of different podcasts, you know, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, uh, Enter the Nerd Zone with my friend Pete. Uh, I've made guest appearances on my friends uh, John and Alan, uh, their podcast Nerd and Me. Um, my friend John, who does Nerd and Me, he and I have just very recently launched a brand new podcast called Our Story, all one word, uh, a podcast about American history. Currently, you can only find it on Anchor uh, whenever you start up a new podcast on Anchor. And this is a little something for people that want to get into podcasting. Anchor is a great way to go. Um, when you start up a podcast on Anchor, uh, yes, they will help you distribute it out to other you know podcasting sites uh, like Apple, iTunes, <laughs> um, Google Play, Pocket Cast Overcast, Spotify. But it takes a few days. So currently, you can only find it on Anchor. And like I said, it's called Our Story, all one word. It's an American history podcast, so look out for it. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.